Hello, people. Sugar's daddy. Coming to you live. Well, I'm alive. And by the time you hear this, it won't be live. But that's besides the point. The point I'm trying to make is I'm here to talk to you about some of the stupidest fucking things I hear and see every day. And it just happens. I just happen to be in the epicenter of fucking stupidity, it seems like, every fucking day. Let me give you my point. I happened to be in the supermarket the other day to try to buy some food. You know, the shit you eat. That's what you do at the supermarket. You buy the shit you eat. While I'm there observing all the lovely people at the supermarket, the intercom comes on and says, Excuse us. Excuse us. We're having some technical difficulty. If there's anybody that can't hear this message, could you please go up to the front and let us know? And I said, did I hear that right? Let's go back a second. And then it said, attention, attention. If you cannot hear this message, please come to the front and let us know. And I stood there for a minute and I said, what the fuck is going on with the world today? (coughs) Honestly, what's going on? Are there a bunch of fucking wackadoodles running everything? Are there a bunch of mindless fucks just sitting out there fucking sitting somewhere going, oh, well, why don't we just try to look smart and see if if nobody can hear us, they can come tell us. I mean, it's fucking senseless. If I can't fucking hear you, how can I tell you I can't hear you, you fucking dope? No, seriously, you fucking dope. But it gets worse. It, it becomes a conundrum of stupidity. And you can't actually try to tell the people how stupid they are because then, you know, they don't take it the right way when you're like, yo, you stupid dum-dum. You fucking wackadoodle. This is how you say it. Um, Everybody that can hear this, please let us know. And then maybe we can kind of do a grid or a graph or figure out who can't hear us. But if they can't fucking hear you ask, then they can't fucking answer. Once again, I go off. I have to calm down. I can't get too excited about any particular rants. And there is so much shit to rant about. It has just gotten ridiculous. As they say in Espanol. Just saying. You know some other beefs I got going on these days in the world? Is the fucking bullshit that we gotta deal with daily with this political nonsense. Let's face it. They're all a bunch of fucking retards. Oh, shit, can't say retard. Um, they're all totally socially undeveloped and... um. Uh, socially inadequate. How's that? 
There's not a fucking politician I know that isn't socially inadequate. Because if they were adequate, they wouldn't be running for office, first of all. Second of all, if they were adequate, they'd have their fucking brains about them. They wouldn't give a shit about the bullshit in the world. They'd care about everything else. Like the things that matter to the human race. But that's a rant for another day. Because the human race, let's face it, although we are in the best time of the human race, it's also the worst time. And that can very easily be explained by technology, ignorance, and stupidity. You've heard about stupidity in the past. It just can't be fixed. Ignorance. uh, It can be fixed. In the right situations. With the right people. And the right innuendos. Or and or I should say. With love. Then ignorance can be fixed. But. We're still left with fucking stupidity. We're just not fixing it. And the problem is, the whole world is going stupid. Back in the 80s when I was a kid, I would say we're all going retarded. But you can't say that no more. But I can say stupid. And I can say it's unfixable. And I can say that I do pray for our future generations because every fucking person I know these days who's young is stupid. Just stupid. But, you know, I'm not here to talk about stupidity. I'm here to talk about life and the good things in life. And I always like to throw a little... Hopefully laughter in every situation that I end up in. Whether it's sad. You know, sad, glad, mean, this, that. There's so many many experiences every day and emotions that we go through. And I am the guy that will laugh at the funeral. And I am the guy that will try to make a joke just to be lighthearted. Sometimes I stick my foot in my mouth. Welcome to my world. Other times... I think I make a couple jokes that make people happy. But I'm going to tell you a quick story about something that happened to me, which did make me laugh. A lot of things make me laugh after the fact. Sometimes during them, eh, not so funny. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. And it is what it will be. Or I should say it is what it is and it will be what it will be. So back in the day, there I was hanging out with my really good friend. I just call him EB for the moment. And he was one of my brother's friends and my friends and we were hanging out, you know, back in the day. You know, I'm talking eh, probably the mid 80s. I think we went to the, it was a dollar to, to, to go to the movie theater, 
that maybe two dollars to go down the, the road to the, you know, get a, a milkshake and whatever with the girls. Yeah, like middle school, something like that. And we go down the path, the path that leads from the movie theater all the way to the... Well, it's a new pork me if you must know. That's what it was called then, and there's not many left now. And in the middle of the trail, my good friend E.B. turned around and goes, Hey, now keep in mind, there's about 35 fucking kids here. You know, I don't know, 10, 12 girls and about 20 guys. And we're just walking because all our parents are going to pick us up at the freaking Newport Creamery. And he turns around and says, hey, is it on right? Is it on right? We're like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, look, is it on right? And don't you know the boy turns around and he's wearing a condom. His penis is out. It's kind of limp, but he's got the guy. He's got the big ass condom and it's hanging there. We're like, we think so. The funny thing was, I really didn't know it. Like, I was only like 11 or 12 years old. But as I look back on that day, I do consider it one of the funniest things that happened to me when I was a child. And I'll tell you why. Because that same boy, E.B., and that's what you're going to know, Maz. You're going to hear many stories about. And everyone will be true. But you won't believe hardly any of them. That I can probably promise you. Just can't guarantee it. Beyond that, you're going to learn stories about me and my brother. Shit that was crazy. And shit that wasn't. About the time that I just threw a bell and arrow up in the air and said, Hey, look out, look, 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 look at it come, look at it come. That bitch went at least 500 yards in the air and then came back down and was swerving and swerving and swerving and swerving. And by the time my brother looked up, it literally missed his eyeball by about a tenth of an inch. It skinned him and stuck in the picnic table while you're sitting there eating a banana. My mother come out flying. It was Awful. Awful scary. Awful everything. And nothing fucking happened. I could tell you about the time that we had our little basketball net in front and we had a little, you know, one of those balls that you get, you blow it up at the beach, a beach ball, you do this, you do that. And there I was, whoosh. I, I just enough out of the ball to get it stuck fucking perfectly. And I sat there and I said, only way to get that thing out is to take our BB gun and pump it up about 12 to 13 times. I remember then was the max. And we're going to pop that puppy. And sure as shit when I aimed and I lined it up and I got it all in my sights. And I popped that bitch Well, in one second, man, my glasses shattered and almost fucking lost an eye. Thank fucking God I actually had glasses at the time. Because if not, I'd probably be one-eye talking to you now. I wouldn't be Sugar's daddy, I'd be Sugar's one-eye. And that's not what I was trying to be. I've got too much to offer. Too much to say. You're going to meet Sean Patrick Riley. Who lives the life of Riley. He's got the Irish twig when he needs it. And he's got everything he needs to do. He can also be. 
the most docile American you ever met. I hope you get to meet the many lives of Riley, Sugar's daddy, and I hope that you like all of us because we're going to bring different things from you to you from different venues and different times. We're running with the Bullers. We're skating with the Meerkats. <laughs> we're going to pride with the Lions. And we're going to have a lot of fun. I hope you catch me next time as I keep ranting into my fucking microphone. But at the end of the day, Sugar's Daddy loves you all. It is what it is. And it will be what it will be. Until next time, God bless and adios.